1: where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy.
0: And Southern Girl.
1: In uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about how to avoid love in the lifestyle.
0: Correct. Well, you can love your partner.
1: Right. And so lately here on social media, on TikTok, on, on really all the socials, we've been getting asked a lot of questions on how do you not uh, develop feelings for the people that mm-hmm. you swing with? How do you not fall in love with those people? Um, so we're going to, we're going to kind of address that a little bit.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk through it. I mean, honestly, to be super honest when people ask me this question, I don't probably have a very good answer. So I'm really kind of excited to talk through this with you today to kind of like come up with a clear answer. I mean, I know that I don't struggle with that and I know that like, I don't put my heart in a place to fall for anybody. That's kind of hard to explain. So I think this is going to be almost like a therapy session slash discussion on how to avoid that in the lifestyle. So I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, and in classic Dan and Lacy research, Dan has done all all the research, and Lacy is (laughs) reading. Going to go with it. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Yeah,
0: that's what we do here. That people love that about us, right?
1: I think so. Um, another side note about today's episode is me and Lacey are not together.
0: First episode, not together.
1: And so we are doing this um, through through a, a digital platform.
0: Yeah. So if our audio is a little off this time, sorry. Our goal is to always do them together. But if you know anything about our story, we do live in separate houses and it sometimes can be hard. And we debated not even doing a podcast this week, but we've done one a week since we started and we really really wanted to stick with it so if our quality is not a 10 please um please give us grace
1: yeah but i'm, I'm also kind of curious to see how this how it works out because we have some other interviews and stuff coming up so hopefully this platform works out well for us and we can continue to pull in people remotely to do this type of thing
0: yeah agreed
1: okay so i think the first place to start When talking about not falling in love in the lifestyle, is to really understand that in non monogamy, that's not what everybody's looking for.
0: Correct. Like, I love you. Like, you are the person that I want to fall asleep with every night. You are my best friend. You're my partner. You're my husband. I love you do I care about our swinger friends? Absolutely. Do I care about some more than maybe others? Like we've developed closer friendships and relationships with them. Absolutely. But I never, ever want to go and like, be romantically like emotionally involved with someone.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, I think it's worth noting that non-monogamy is not, you know, it's not cut and dry, right there. It's really, you know, it's a fluid thing that between partners, right? So it's whatever you make it, right. It could represent a lot of different things. And, uh, it it was a while ago. I I shared a TikTok um, that had the map of non-monogamy on it. Um, And a a lot of people are pretty interested in it and it it is an interesting map. Um, it just has all the different relationship types that you could see in non-monogamy. And then it kind of puts little X's all over it at to what, like what that could possibly look like. Um, So I'll I'll probably drop the link to that in the show notes just so you can see it. Um, But, I mean, there's got to be 10, 15 different kind of subtypes. Oh, for sure.
0: It's crazy.
1: Yeah, so there's open relationships, poly, you know, the the BDSM, dom, sub, uh, closed relationships, swinging, um, polygamy, like religious type um, uh, non-monogamy. There's just cheating spouses, uh, you know, people that are just doing casual sex. Uh, and then it's kind of as you look over the graph, it, you know, there'll be an X on each thing. So like, you know, here in the casual sex part, it says Um, I'm too busy for a relationship. And so all of my partners. So we just we just have casual sex. <laughs> um, Or me and my wife like to hook up uh, at raves. Right. So that's like <laughs> that's all they do is they go to raves and once in a while they'll hook up with other couples. And that's, you know. They wouldn't consider themselves swingers, but they do occasionally have se- uh, casual sex with other people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's a, there's a whole spectrum, I think, of people out there that kind of fall into this non-monogamy um, umbrella. And I think that's yeah. important for I mean, people to understand.
0: Even the cheating ones, some people are non-monogamous. And they don't even know. They don't. <laughs> I mean, like, I think that's to be noted. I mean, like, let's think about it. How many people do we know that one or the other spouse has cheated? so many right like and that's technically non-monogamous you know i mean like and that's almost socially accepted at this point um it's really sad
1: yeah and i don't i don't have the research in front of me but i think the last time i looked that up it's something like 50 you know 50 or over 50 percent of couples that you know have been married for x amount of years have you know experienced some type of infidelity so Mm -hmm. uh I think yeah non monogamy is not exclusive to swinging and it's also also not exclusive to people that even choose to be non monogamous.
0: Mhm. Correct.
1: Um okay so so noting that and knowing that it's it's super complicated and and there's a million different relationship structures that could be out there I think it is key that we kind of define some of the more common ones um and this kind of Piggybacks off last week's episode of of terms because I think we do need to kind of define some of the terms for the more uh, popular non monogamous relationships.
0: No, I agree. I'm glad you did this because honestly, I've never looked at some of these definitions. So I'm glad that you did that. You obviously sent them to me so I can read them. If you or, or read one of them, if you want me to. Um, but I've never I've never even looked at the definition of a swinger. So I'm excited to actually to do that do you want me to start
1: yeah go ahead and start so i i would just say first the three the three ones we kind of picked and i think this is pretty universal is um swinging polyamory and um open relationships so you know those are kind of the big three and then you know if you look at that map kind of all the other types of non-monogamy kind of fall somewhere within that that spectrum so yeah. let's start go ahead
0: Okay, so a swinger is a person who engages in group sex or swapping of sexual
1: partners. What do you, how do you feel about, so these are just Google definitions. I literally just Googled definition of, and this is what Google popped up. Uh, How do you feel about that definition of swinger?
0: I think that's appropriate. Um, I think that a swinger can be whatever you make it. Um, I. I, Again, because there has been this cloud over a lot of social media with swingers, I have actually been asked this question quite a few times. Like, well, I thought swingers swap spouses and I've been seeing a lot of like group play and stuff like that. Like what can you explain that? And I, my response is a swinger is whatever you make of it. Right. So like you could just invite a couple could just invite a female into their relationship, their swingers. Swingers could have a group sex play with 10 other couples, 20 people. Um, that also is a swinger um another swing a swingers could also just swat with a couple. that's still a swinger, like there's so many branches, it's really whatever you choose to make it,
1: yeah, but I think you know again, yeah, it's a very general definition. Swingers are people who engage in some type of sexual activity with other with other people mm-hmm. yeah. okay, so let's move on to then what is um polyamory? you marry it, yeah, go ahead
0: characterized by or involved in the practice of engaging in multiple romantic romantic and typically sexual relationships with the consent of all people involved. So the difference there is the room is the romantic, wait, romantic relationships,
1: right? Right. What's the yeah, difference? So that's, right. So that's my general understanding is swingers are more looking for, you know, they, they kind of focus on the sexual activity of it, right? Um, it's very, it's more like casual sex with your friends, where polyamory is more like, I am looking to be in a romantic relationship with other people. Yeah.
0: So does polyamory, I guess like, and we can just talk this, or you you probably don't know this, or maybe. So like, is polyamory, Um, like, uh, trying to think of how to say it, where, one couple dates another couple or is it like maybe like one guy and two I guess is it kind of like swinging where it's really whatever you make of it I'm assuming
1: yeah and I think what you're saying is right we, you know me and you aren't experts because we've never really engaged in this but mm-hmm. my understanding from the people I've talked to it is it's it's it could be in a, a whole umbrella of things as well it could be they're just bringing on another female it could be just one partner has another partner that they're romantically involved with. I mean, it could be a whole, you know, there's no real, like, cut and dry what that relationship could be like. But the idea is there's some type of romantic relationship outside of the primary partnership.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay.
1: okay. You mean do you open then-
0: relationship now? Or are you... Oh, sorry. No,
1: no. Yeah, no. I think you reading the definitions seems to be okay. working. An so open
0: relationship is a marriage or relationship in which both partners agree that each may have sexual relationships with others. Um, I think just like reading this, like what's the difference between swinger and an open relationship? Um, it's not real clear. However, I feel like an open relationship is you do it alone. Without can, like, you don't have to have prior consent, you can do whatever you please. Whereas swinger, it's typically done more together.
1: Yeah, I think, no, I think you're right. I think it is, you know, I get why there's a confusion between swinging and open relationships. Um, and I think the biggest difference is what the boundaries um, are. And my understanding of open relationships is, you know, the, the people in the relationship tend to play separately. And when they do play separately, there tends to be less rules or structure on what they can and can't, you know, it's, it's up to the individual, Um, you know, they view um, their relationship is, you know, people, you know, I, it's my, it's me, it's my body, I make the decisions on who I play with and how I play. Um, And it's not really done as a as a couple that's again that's my understanding i could be wrong but
0: yeah well and we tried to you know we've been open about this we tried to have an open relationship like that was our goal starting out was to just see me we live 500 miles apart and we just it just seemed to be like make the most logical sense um and we didn't do very good
1: (laughs) (laughs) no and i think that's you know for us anyway without those clear rules and boundaries it, it you know, the jealousy and the issues and the, you know, like it made communicating more difficult because we we didn't know what the rules were. So we didn't know like when, what was okay and what was not okay. You know I mean? It was just kind of like, you know, a wild, wild west, like it was a free for all. Right. And it's like, I'm, I'm mad, but you didn't do anything wrong, but, but you made me feel jealous and, you know, like, and I don't, but you know, you didn't really break any rules because we have no rules, you know, so it's just, it's just kind of a, it's kind of, you're right.
0: Wild Wild West is like a, (laughs) <laughs> great way to explain that because you're right it was just like a free-for-all and it didn't work I would be really curious to talk to someone who has an open relationship that is successful and yeah. see like um how they manage that I, I would be very very curious um because like polyamory I could almost get it you know it seems like to me it makes a little bit more sense because like like as a husband and wife, oh, we want to bring in like a woman to be a part of our relationship. And you would almost court them together. It would, you would be communicating about it the whole time. Whereas an open relationship is just, you can do whatever you want to do.
1: Yeah. And that, that, again, that, that seems to be my understanding is open relationships are just, just more open. And I bet, you know, you probably could talk to couples in open relationships. I bought, I bet, a lot of them have established rules and boundaries and things. I bet so It probably just looks a little different because it, they're not really focused on doing things as a couple. They're probably more focused on doing things as individuals. And I think that to me, that would be the different biggest difference between between swingers and in open relationships.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: Okay. So now uh, I think we're going to get into some steps. Uh, for the ways to separate emotions from swinging and from the lifestyle so that we kind of wanted to go over those different relationship types and get people to understand that that not all non-monogamous people are looking to avoid feelings and love um certainly in the case of polyamory and some of the other relationship types um that they might very purposely be looking for those type of things um, but for most swingers um if they you know for a swinger that's not poly um they they are trying to avoid. Um, emotions or romantic feelings for the people in which they, they play or engage with. Um, Yeah. All right. Um, So let's start. Um, The first kind of way to, to not develop feelings is to seek play partners wanting the same things that you want.
0: Correct. So I think like, if you go back to like some of our red flag episodes that we talk about couples that have red flags, Um, If you are engaging with a couple and maybe the husband starts messaging on the side or like if you start seeing some of those red flags, that is a clear indication that they're probably not wanting the same things that you are wanting. Right. Um, So I think that there's ways to avoid that. I mean, obviously, you can be open and honest and this is what we're interested in. This is what we want. And people can say all the right things. They can say, oh, we've been married for 30 years. We love each other. We're just doing this for fun. And then, but their actions show differently. Um, So I think that's something to just be super mindful of. um, Because obviously, if one partner is messaging someone on the side and stuff like that, they're probably wanting something different than they're saying, right? You know, does that make sense? Like, did I explain no, that clearly?
1: Yeah, I think you're 100% right. I think, you know, seeking play partners that want the same thing, you know, um, you know, step one to that, I think is, is, you know, when you communicate with them, you know, if they're a poly couple looking for a poly relationship, and you're and you're a swinger looking for a swinger type relationship, well, then that they're not looking for the same thing. And maybe you should just should not go, even initiate a relationship with them, right? And then, and most of the time, people get that, right? Like, that's pretty, people are open and honest about that, and that's not hard to identify. I think what you're saying is the part that's harder to identify is people will say, yeah, we are swingers, we're just looking to have fun, you know, we don't want feelings, you know, we've got a solid relationship, and then as you start to, to engage with them and communicate with them, one or both of the partners starts to do things that you're like wait a minute this isn't like i thought we were t- chatting in a group why are you messaging me like why are you you know mm-hmm. like why are you encouraging me to break rules and boundaries you know and you yeah. and that's where you kind of get into the well er- everybody's saying that they're looking for the same things but your actions are saying that you're 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 wanting something that i don't want or that yeah. me and my wife aren't looking for
0: well, and I'm going to throw like a little bit of a wrench in there. We've actually played with poly couples um, and had a great time. Um, they were honest and open about their what they do. Um, I guess they're probably like a combo, like a poly swinger type. You know, they are they are polyamorous, but however, they do engage in swinger activities. However, like Dan and I know that, and we take precautions. To protect our marriage. Our relationship. Our boundaries with those couples. Does that make sense? Like. Like I probably won't openly engage. In communication with the husband. Just because I don't want them to have the wrong idea. Like at a party. If we want to dance and have fun. And then maybe take things a little further. That's fine. But like we're not going to develop. A close relationship. Where we chat daily. With maybe a couple like that. We're going to kind of protect our marriage a little bit closer, not thinking that they're coming after us. Like they want to like be polyamorous or they said, so, you know, we've never had that, that happen, but we're just not even going to go down that road. We're not even going to entertain that.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's worth noting that there are, we know probably several polyamorous couples. Yeah, we now do. That, are, that are also active in the lifestyle and the swinger kind of lifestyle. Um, and for the most part we've we, we've never had any issues with them crossing they've our, always our line. been
0: very respectful
1: honestly they're some of our favorite couples uh, mm-hmm. but you are right that knowing that they are more open to that type of relationship we do make sure that we don't send them the wrong signals that maybe we are too um, and yeah. I think that's what you're saying
0: yeah it is exactly uh,
1: and that kind of takes us into kind of uh, this, step two or not step two but another way to avoid it is don't be romantic with uh the other couple if you don't want romantic feelings right
0: correct yeah like maybe don't host sleepovers where you're snuggling don't go on separate dates if that you know like it's just like I mean, just like if you're actively seeking someone, like if you're a vanilla and you want to have a romantic relationship, all the steps that you do, if you are a swinger, you don't do those. You can still mm-hmm. fuck someone and have hot, amazing effects and not ro- be like romantically involved with them.
1: Yeah, and I think that's, and, and you do see that. And I, I kind of get it, right? Because it's this like new relationship and it's fun. So some of the, you know, Sometimes it's like, oh well, it, maybe it would be fun to go on a date with the other person, right? And mm-hmm. maybe you're not even like purposely trying to like fall into that, but like
0: I can you see don't how realize... it's easy,
1: right? Yeah, though. I think so too.
0: Yeah, especially like something like as, as simple as a dinner. Like, how fun would it be to get like dressed up and let another man, you know, take me to dinner? I get butterflies. I get nervous. You know, it's almost like a first date. Um, but in like And it would be fun, but realistically, it's probably not, that's probably not beneficial to your, you and I's relationship, you know?
1: Yeah. I think, you know, like you said, it could, it could be fun, but you're essentially setting yourself up for failure by putting yourself in a situation to develop the very types of feelings that you you are trying to avoid, um, in the lifestyle. Mm Mm-hmm. Now if it's something you're genuinely interested in and, and you're okay to go with doing you know, like, it. Right, right. And I think a lot of that's communication. It's bound it's talking to your partner. Maybe one person is looking for it and the other one isn't and you're trying to like sneak one in and be like, No, we'll just do it and there won't be any feelings and you know what I mean? Like I think that's where that can kinda of get jumbled up and, and messed up. Um, but if you're truly on the same page and you don't want romantic feelings, going on dates separately Um, with other couples is probably not a good thing to do Mm -hmm. Uh, you you know like you said cuddling you know sleepovers especially like separate sleepovers even sleepovers in the same bed you know I mean like all those types of things are kind of setting yourself up um, to develop those type of romantic feelings because it's a very I think human beings just naturally when you're close to someone like that you start doing activities like that those feelings are kind of will naturally develop Um, yeah no I totally agree so if you don't want them, then you need to avoid the things that would generate those feelings.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, the next thing is to set clear boundaries, rules, and expectations, which we have been saying that this whole episode. Um and that's something that you and I have kind of figured out as we went along. Um, one of our big boundaries um, is we do all communication via group text messaging, group kick, whatever the messaging you know app that we use. We do it all through group messaging, and the reason we do that is to protect our marriage, right? Um, and I always say this on TikTok Live: it's really hard. To Fall for someone, and I'll use that in quotations fall for someone if they if your husband's reading the text messages, does that make sense? Like it's hard for me to like really grasp feelings for someone with you reading it. you know like right. I probably would overstep and probably push some of those boundaries without, if you're not on there, it kind of keeps us both accountable. It keeps us both in check. If I mean, is that, would you agree, disagree? Am I explaining this correctly?
1: No, no, I think you're right. I think, I, I mean, I think you're a hundred percent right. Um, it's, you know, when you know your partner is reading the things you, you tend to like make sure, make sure that everything you say is something that your, your partner would be, would be comfortable with. Um, and like, you know, I, I bet there's probably people that are thinking like, well, then you don't trust your partner. Like, you know, like, well, I thought you're trying you know, like, what do you got? You know, it's like, no, we're putting rules in place. Because I think I do really think that following that it's an easy, I don't want to say trap to fall into, but, but developing feelings is like a natural thing to happen, especially, you know, when, when oh, people are attracted sure. to each other. So, For again, sure. it's just another another rule to put in place to, to safeguard well, your relationship.
0: And you want this other person to like you, right? You want this other person to find you attractive and want you to think that you're, like, amazing. You want to turn them on. So, like, the messaging is going to be sexual in nature. It's going to be flirtatious in nature. And I just think that without those clear boundaries in place, it can very quickly, those lines can be very gray.
1: I think so too. Mm-hmm. Um, don't okay. So that, and I think we've you know we're going to probably keep talking about rules and boundaries. Um, yeah. You know, and again, if, if a couple doesn't respect your rules and boundaries, uh, get, get you know get away from that. Uh, get but, the fuck
0: out asap.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah even but if the you next... like
0: them, even you know, and that sometimes can be hard because we do develop a lot of friendships and care deeply you know, for some of these couples and so separating yourself sometimes can be difficult. So yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah that, that's actually a step later on. So I won't we won't get too oh, deep into sorry. separate yourself. Yeah. But uh no you're fine. We're gonna we'll talk about that more in a second. Um, but the next step we got here is do not don't treat them like your spouse. Oh, so what gosh, do, what does that mean to you?
0: Um there are things that I tell you that I wouldn't tell other people there's um there's things that i save just for you sexually emotionally um i think there's things that we have between the two of us that just keeps us i don't know united like together that's what that means to me um i also think that means don't go again communication and group messaging protects us against that. I think it'd be real easy to like talk to the other spouse, like the other person, like, oh my God, Dan didn't take out the dishes today. He didn't take out the trash. So I think that's like another very easy step to kind of get yourself into. Um. So I think that that also is a part of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, th- yeah, I think don't treat them like your spouse could be a million different things. But, uh, yeah, to me, it's, you know, like you're the person I come to, to tell about my day or about my problems at work, about, you know, problems with the kids, you know, um, you know, if you start replacing that person with another person and, and having that kind of connection, I, I, again, feelings could develop and, you know, um, by doing that. So I think it's, yeah, I think it's important to kind of draw those lines in the sand and say, you know. These things that I do, these are the things that I do just with my spouse right these these types of communications, these types of uh conversations that's that's what I'm saving for you know those are what me and my spouse um do, and then you know and, and kind of only you know keeping that primary partner um you know on, a, on almost like a level above everybody else mm-. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So the next one, um, the experience is the focus.
1: Yeah. And so to me that, you know, that means, and I think that's kind of w- one of the keys to swinging, right. Is swinging is so an, a way for me and my spouse for for our, in our case, me and you, me and Lacey to, to experience fun things together, right. That we have all these fantasies, we have all these desires and, and, you know, a lot of those things we can't do is just a couple with in, with two people. um. So for us, swinging is ways to go and explore those fantasies, to go have those experiences. And for us, you know, we focus on, what, you know, what are our, our fantasies and ways to go experience those fantasies together. And that's kind of, for us, the whole point of swinging.
0: Yeah, we actually, like, and this is going to be a side note, but I think it's worth mentioning. We actually had a conversation and we were took a long car ride. And we actually had the conversation of if we would ever swing, like do separate play. And one of the points that I brought up to him was the reason that I enjoy swinging is because it's something that we do together. It's like kind of like a hobby, like for lack of a better word. Um, it's something that, you know, we get to get dressed up together. We get to go out together. We get to dance together. We get to you know pick out a couple that we like together and I think that, like, you know, doing things separately kind of takes away from that. And to me, that's what I love about the lifestyle. It's us together. It brings us closer. It makes us communicate more.
1: Yeah. And I and I totally get that. And I think, you know, I, I wouldn't say I was advocating for separate play or or, or No, advocating. we were
0: just... But um, to me, I
1: have this, like, you know, well, to be a, you know, a purist, like, I almost wish we could do, like... Be so confident in, in 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 our relationship that we could do things like that, um, you know what I mean. But I I do also agree with you that for us, you know, having it be where the focus is the, to experience things together, I think that's a very healthy um, way to kind of to, to to take the lifestyle for us.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, a hundred percent. And you are right. I mean, and I don't I don't disagree again. Just to go back to that, I don't disagree. Like. Ideally, I think we would get to a point where we can play separately, but we choose to play together because it's more fun. I think that's like a better way of explaining that.
1: Right. Yeah, I think that's the way I look at it, too. It's like, I don't want it to be that we don't play separately because like we emotionally can't handle it or our relationship can't handle it. I think to say, well, we don't play separately because that's not the experience that we're looking for is kind of... A better way no, uh, to say totally it agree. and I think honestly even at this point it's kind of a true way of saying it even though I don't know if even if we wanted to if we could
0: I don't think we could I don't know. think we're there yet right. I think that we I think we've been like very honest with like the people that listen to our podcast who that follow us on social media that like we fuck up we're still figuring this out like we never claim to be these like swinging experts did we look stuff up online and try to give you our opinions and like what we think will work. Yes. But like, we are still learning this too. We're all in this together. Like, (laughs) so I think, and I think that honestly is what I think people respect that about us is that we are true and genuine. We don't say, Oh, we could totally do that when knowing in fact and behind closed doors, we can't, I think we just, I think we own, own our faults. On what we're good at.
1: I agree. (laughs) So I think uh, now we're going to take a little break um, so we can hear from our sponsors uh, and then we'll kind of come back and and go over um, some more steps.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe.
0: Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey.
1: With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area.
0: We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts.
1: So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for STC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation STC group and send us a message. All right. And welcome back guys. Yeah. Thank you sponsors. We love our sponsors. We do. Uh, so, and so what's the next step? The next babe?
0: one is be open and honest, which I think being a swinger, if you're truly doing it the right way or I any, mean, there's no right or wrong, but uh, you know, as best as you can, I think this comes naturally. I think that, I think swingers probably do a better job of being open and honest than, Monogamous people, because we're learning together, we're exploring our sexualities, we are exploring our fantasies, and I think that this kind of lifestyle makes it easy to be open and honest. Um, however, um, if you like, for instance, I take this as if one or the other, like I've said this on TikTok Live, if I ever really started having feelings for someone i would immediately stop and tell you i mean i would be like dan i really like him i'm feeling a certain way and i just want to communicate that to you and that's the correct way to do it the wrong way to do it would be to continue to talk to that person continue to fall for that person you know cross boundaries um so yeah
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, you know, we've again, we say that communication is like the crux of swinging, right? If you don't, if you can't communicate to your spouse, um, it's never going to work for you. And I think this being open and honest is sometimes being open and honest to your partner. It it might be hard, right? It might be some awkward conversations. Mm -hmm. You might have to tell your partner things that are uncomfortable. You might have to tell your partner that you have feelings that, you know, you know, that they're not going to like you know what I mean and it might cause an a issue or a, a fight um but in order for it to work you have to be able to do that right yeah. you have to be able to to have those hard converse conversations um you know and if your partner is pushing for something and wanting to do something and you aren't comfortable you have to be able to be say like no that's that's something I'm just not comfortable with I can't that's a hard limit for me I can't I can't do that like I you know I appreciate that that's something that you're into and you want to try but for me at this point in time like i can't you know i mean you have to have to be able to have all those conversations and 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 that's not it's not an easy thing to do
0: yeah no i completely agree i mean i'm kind of not to jump ahead but like the next one is separating it kind of goes with what we're saying separating um if it becomes too much i mean like I think like being you ha- in order to separate you have to be open and honest, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I think they kind of go hand in hand. Hopefully, anyway, <laughs> hopefully you're being honest with your spouse if if you do. Because I mean, let's at the end of the day, let's just let's just call it what it is. You're fucking other people, right? You're you're giving them your body. Um, you're flirting with them. You are, you know. I mean, like emotions can happen right I mean it totally can um so I just think that they kind of go hand in hand um you just have to be very aware of your feelings very aware of your partner's feelings and when if it ever comes down to it just drawing a line in the sand and ultimately choosing your marriage and your partner
1: yeah and I I think it's kind of easy to get caught up in all that right because like you know like you often will think of the other couple and be like, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings and, or I don't want to come across, but like it, make it look like we're crazy or, you know, like, or maybe I'm overthinking this and it's not, you know, they're not actually, you know, push, you know, like you'll have all those feelings, but at the end of the day, you have to remember that the most important thing in all of this is you and your spouse and your relationship. For sure, And if, if, and if you have to hurt somebody's feelings, uh, to put your partner first, then, then that's so what be you, it. That's what yeah. you need to do.
0: Yeah. And All I right. think if you lose sight of that, that's where the cracks start. That's where the issues start. And at the end of the day, this is fun. This is a hobby. Your marriage comes first. Um, we get that question a lot. What if one of you ever wanted to stop? whether do yeah. you stop? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, so, um, so yeah, I mean, I kind of jumped to your next one. Sorry, babe.
1: No, no, so, yeah. So, I, I think we've kind of already hit, yeah. hit this a lot, but but separate, mm-hmm. right? So, if if it really becomes too much, if one of you thinks you're developing feelings, if this, you know, or if the, the relationship becomes toxic, and there, you, you know, that couple's causing issues with you and your partner, like there could be a million reasons to separate. But the bottom line is, if if that other relationship, you know, because even swinging, it's 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 still a relationship, right? It might not be a romantic relationship. But it is a relationship. If a relationship with another couple starts causing issues for you and your partner, you have to separate Mm -hmm. it. You have to separate from them.
0: Mm -hmm. I totally agree.
1: And that's, it's not easy to do. And, you know, it's, it can cause hurt feelings. It can, it can kind of, you know, we say the lifestyle is a journey, right? And it it can be a roller coaster Mm -hmm. at times when there's highs and lows and there's, you know, hard communication and, uh, you know, you can, it can create friction points in, in your relationship. Um, but you have to remember that your primary partner is your primary partner for a reason. And even, you know, as much as you might, you know, feel for this other couple, um, your primary partner comes first.
0: Yeah, totally agree. Okay. So the next one is stay connected with your partner. I think we've like pretty much touched on it, every one of these. Um, but yeah, I mean, like obviously communicate, um, a ton, um, still make time for one another you and i have actually probably struggled a little bit with this because swinging and all of this has become so much a part of our lives sometimes what if we have free time it's done it's we're working or swinging or so you know making time to go on dates as a couple um making time you know, for each other, make sure that you don't just have sex when you're swinging, make sure you have a good, healthy, active sex life. I think it all, I mean, it, this is supposed to enrich your life, not take away from your marriage.
1: Yeah, no. And I, I think that is key to remember. And I think that's something that you maybe a lot of newer couples fall into the, you know, once you get into the lifestyle and it's so fun and you're, you know, like it's exciting and, you know, you know, exp- having experiences with new couples is exciting and you can easily fall into like where every weekend you're hanging out with other couples and doing all these things. And what you got to remember, like you have to nurture the relationship that you're in now. And if you don't take time to, to go on dates, to hold hands, to to have sex with your partner, you know what I mean? Like, like, why are you doing um,
0: it? it? you're right. right. right.
1: Right, right, exactly. You're enhancing that relationship, but you have to maintain that relationship at the same time. Correct. Um, and I, you know, it can. I can see why. You know, maybe you can slack in that department once. Once you kind of start going down, you know, this the rabbit hole of the lifestyle because it is so. Well,
0: and think about it. Like a lot of people have children and jobs, and you know, their kids have sports and whatever. It's hard to get away. It's hard to get a night alone. And you also you have to make time to be alone, and then you also have to make time for swinging. So I can see I can see how that could be hard, especially if you're in the season of life with children. So, but you know, the thing that's why you do see a lot of older swingers because they have the time to devote to it. They don't have small children at home, you know. So I definitely think that something. I mean, you should do that, monogamous or non-monogamous. That shouldn't matter, but definitely. In a non-monogamous relationship, you want your spouse to feel loved and appreciated and like they're your number one.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think 100% agree. And I, I definitely think that's an area that we probably could look to improve in.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, because like, let's be honest, swinging is fun and enjoyable, but it has become a business for us, right? You know, it just has. Um, and so it it's hard to separate life work business you know it's it's hard so yeah we definitely I mean do we spend a ton of time alone yeah do we but like actually like going out to dinner and not looking at our phones and not posting on social media and just being present in each other's lives yeah it's something that we could we could improve on yeah I agree Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, All right. So the next step is avoid swinging with friends.
0: This should be like red flag. We have so many people that have told us horror stories uh, to hook up with a neighbor or, you know, whether it be a vanilla person or not. uh, It's just, it's hard. Um, It's hard to separate friendships. I think the best friendships come from swinging partners, but you got to do it in the correct order. One, you fuck up, and then two, you become their friends. If you do it the opposite way around, I think it blurs lines and boundaries. Um, it's hard to swing with a friend.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if I really understand why exactly, because like what you said, a lot of our our swinger friends are some of our best friends, so it, it's, it is str- – I don't know if I really understand why. When you start out as swingers and then become friends, it seems to be a healthier relationship than when you start out as friends. I don't know, but I swear we could,
0: we could interview to, to like 10 couples that we know that <laughs> have tried to hug up with their friends or did hug up with their friends and it turned into an absolute fucking nightmare.
1: Yeah, and I I, th- I think if I had to like take a stab at why that why that is. Mm-hmm. What I would say is it's probably because swingers know the rules already, right? They know that there's the the boundaries. They know, you know, like if you start out as swing swinging, you kind of mm-hmm. are starting out on a common ground of of what the expectations are. Whereas if especially if you start out with friends, especially vanilla friends,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know you probably don't have those types of boundaries and and rules that you probably don't understand. So it's probably much more of a,
0: maybe maybe we should do a podcast on that because that Mm -hmm. in itself could be a whole damn podcast. Um, yeah. So the last one is swinging is for everyone. Probably could don't do it if it's too much for your relationship. Oh, definitely. did I read it wrong? Oh. Yeah, that,
1: that note was supposed to say swinging isn't for everyone. <laughs> oh, it's I, I didn't totally type not it right. for everyone. A
0: thousand percent. <laughs> right. I was kind of wondering no, what you were saying but, about that, yeah. but I was going yeah. with it, babe. I was committed.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> Support your partner. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, it's supposed to say isn't um, for yeah, everyone. Yeah,
0: it's definitely not for everyone. Not, not in the least little yeah. bit. Um. It takes a lot of skill. It takes a lot of communication. It takes forgiveness because you're gonna fuck up (laughs) along the way um it just I don't know it's if you can do it though it is rewarding and fun and um I (laughs) suggested
1: yeah and that's I think that it's a it's a you know like to just say that it's not for everyone and so if you start down the road of non-monogamy and you start to realize it caught co- it causing a bunch of friction. It's causing a bunch of issues. It's causing, you know, problems in your relationship and mm-hmm. it's not fun for you. Then get the fuck, get the fuck out of it. Like, stop doing it. You know what I mean? Like th- there's no point, you know, like it's supposed to enhance your relationship. It's supposed to enhance your communication. It's supposed to enhance your sex life. Um, if it's not doing those things, maybe it's not for you. And, and maybe you need to, go back to monogamy or do something different
0: mm-hmm. yeah no totally agree um well maybe it's just not the right season in your life you know like you know maybe like because honestly me 20 or not 20 years ago i would been 17 but but 10 years ago um i would not i was not in a mental place to be um I my my ex-husband was not monogamous, but I wasn't. I was completely monogamous. Um, it took a lot of growing up and looking at relationships and looking at myself and stuff to really understand, um, that sex can be fun without emotions and can be hot as hell to watch your husband with someone else. Um, so I just you know it may not be the right time for you if it's something that you're really interested in and but you, you find you're struggling, just pause, pause, give it some time, do more research.
1: I agree. I think that's all those, all that that is. And I think that's, you know, I think there's going to be people that listen to this and people that try this and, and are like, "Why well, don't get it. Like, why? Like, you know, like everybody makes this look so great. Why, why are we struggling? Like, why are we having issues? And it's, I think what you're saying, if it, if it doesn't work for you, Um, maybe it's not for you, or maybe it's just not the right time in your relationship to to Mm -hmm. do this. And so the Mm -hmm. best probably solution for you would be to, to go, to not do it and go back to monogamy, um, you know, until you're ready or until you reach a different chapter of your life. Mm
0: -hmm. Totally agree. A A thousand percent. So, and I mean, like even us, we've talked about it, like as our life gets busy, there's times where, you know, swinging kind of gets put on the back burner a bit. You know, we focus more on family or on our kids, and I that's pretty common in the lifestyle. A lot of our friends do that. Like if they have kids graduating from high school, or if it's sports season, or or, or somebody's sick, some you know somebody's got a It's not uncommon to pause and take a step back, and that's not. It's definitely not frowned upon in the lifestyle.
1: Nope, nope. We we see it all the time, and I think it's yep. honest. Honestly, that's a healthy, a healthy thing to do.
0: I can respect that a lot more than than other things.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mm. Okay. I think with I think you got anything else on how not to fall in love, how to avoid feelings.
0: That's really good. Like I feel like I have a lot of really good talking points now. So thank you, babe. Thanks. (laughs) I'll save this note so that when people ask me, I know what to say now. you did a good job on that I I appreciate your notes but yeah I mean I think we kind of I also I guess let me add one thing it's also a mindset can I put that in there like if I could end on something when I was a unicorn I was single and mingling and having so much fun and I was kind of in the mindset that if I fell for someone or, you know, or met someone that I really like, regardless, married, not, I think that was kind of irrelevant. It's just a blanket term that I was open to love. I was open to finding my forever. And I personally had developed feelings as a unicorn. I've been pretty honest with that, with you, with people that listen to our podcast, Um, I think because I I allowed myself to be, right? Like I I didn't have clear boundaries. I was single. You know, it was just easy to fall for people. And I probably fell for quite a few of the husbands. I mean, did I want to like run away with them and get married? No, but I definitely had feelings of emotion and, and, you know, and I think the difference now is I think my... I I've cut that I've closed that you know I don't I don't want that that's not something I'm interested in I found my forever I found my partner so I'm not looking for that so I think that like that's probably like a self reflection thing if you're getting into the lifestyle and you find yourself catching emotions and catching feelings like maybe there's a bigger problem.
1: Right? Yeah, I think that's I think that's we've, a good. We've point.
0: met a couple of people that. You've heard, I can think of one off the top of my head that they fell in love. I use "love" in quotation marks with multiple people over their swing. I don't career or path. I don't know what the correct term is, but they fell in love with multiple people. Like to me, if you're falling in love with people, like there's probably a bigger problem.
1: Right. Yeah. No. I think. I think that's it's. You know, if you truly are in a relationship that you want to be in and you're happy in and you're not looking for anything else um i think it's pretty like for me it it just seems really natural not to develop those feelings for anybody else um because like you're saying i'm not even thinking about i'm not even it's not even in my brain when we engage with other couples um but you know if it is something you're looking for um obviously i think you'll you'll act and, and 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 do different things and that's that's kind of you know go listen to the red flag episode if you haven't done that and those are kind of some of the things to look out for um but yeah i think that's good all right should we want to go over some of the some of the notes for yes. things, things so we got coming we have up lots of we got fun things
0: going on and we have podcast of palooza which is in june correct
1: yeah so let's um so today is thursday Which literally means Lacey's probably on her way to Atlanta um, for for uh, the the. Oh, you want to
0: go in order dates? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, I might not put
1: this in the notes, but the lock and keep party at uh, Trapeze is this Saturday. Um, So, if you are in the Atlanta area and you want to come out to Club Trapeze in Atlanta and party with me and Lacey and a lot of the other TikTok influencers that are part of our Swinger Society, please come out. Uh, You can you can visit our website. Um, net, and you can get all the information on that event. Um, and then, yeah, the next event after this weekend is the podcast of Palooza, which yes. I, unfortunately we, we aren't attending personally. Are um, but we really do know Life of Spice is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wonderlust Swingers, Kate is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a few other, there's a lot, you know, it's podcast of Palooza because there's a bunch of other podcasters that are going to be mm-hmm. there. It looks like I'm an really bummed
0: we're not going to go.
1: I know. It looks like an amazing mm-hmm. event. Um, if you want to get signed up for that, you can also find the ways of buying tickets through swingerssociety.net.
0: Yep. Okay, so after that, we have Naughty in New Orleans, which is um, in, obviously, New Orleans, July 6th through 10th. We are pretty freaking excited. This is our first Naughty in New Orleans. Um, I actually watched a Dateline episode somebody had shared from YouTube on Naughty New Orleans. You and I have not talked about this. I meant to send it to you, but it was actually really, really cool. And it makes me even more excited to go.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. We've been talking about Mm -hmm. going to Naughty New Orleans forever. Um, Mm -hmm. So the fact that we're actually going to get there this year, I'm I'm super excited about. Um, Mm -hmm. And we do have, you can sign up for that event through SwingerSociety.net.
0: Yep, you can. After that, we have Secret Sensation Hotel Takeover in October. It's going to be their Halloween party. We will be in Philadelphia. Is that correct?
1: Yes, it's in Philadelphia, PA.
0: Yeah, which is the first time we've done really anything up north. Um So, a good opportunity if you are in the northern half of the U.S. to come out and meet us. We're going to teach a couple of classes. Um, We'll be there in our best um, Halloween costumes. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, and I didn't put it on this list because uh, it it isn't up on the website yet. But in August, we do have our one-year podcast bash at Secrets Highway Resort in Florida um, I won't tell you the dates yet because um it's not up and uh I don't want you to buy the tickets until we have them available on the website. But end of August we'll be at Secrets. So if you're if you're in that area, if you want to come see us, hang out with us for our one year podcast anniversary, um definitely Yay! stay stay tuned. All that information will be posted on the website, um both the swing and swingersociety.net. So stay tuned for that. And then you're yeah. right, we have the Halloween party with uh Secret Sensations in October. I think it's the 21st and 22nd in, in Philly, PA. That's going to be a blast. Um, and then the next thing we really have, which we just got contracted, is the cruise.
0: We are. People can book it, which is like really a big deal. So, like, backstory, we were contacted by a company who wanted to host a lifestyle friendly cruise and so we are doing a partial takeover of the cruise um it's really affordable um if you are lifestyle or in lifestyle i think this is a fun cruise because you will have vanilla people there so if you really just want to meet us and come check everything out and kind of watch but that's kind of it this might be the perfect opportunity for you because during the day we're going to be hanging out at the pool doing the excursions doing all the fun things at night we will have private parties um that we will be having of course we're going to have all the themes like we always do um it's going to be a good time i'm excited
1: yeah i think it's it's very good yeah like if you're new cuz we're going to we're going to have panels we're going to have discussions um but then yeah we'll also have parties playrooms um you know we're going to teach you know some of the you know maybe we'll have a naughty toy night or uh, you know uh, We haven't kind of ironed out all the details. We're still kind of have to go back and forth in the cruise line for what events are exactly going to happen when, but, um, and it definitely is happening. And if you want to get signed up for that and get more information, just search that pineapple cruise on Facebook uh, and all the latest and greatest will be posted on that website. And um, then we'll also get it up on uh, our websites too, so that you can go and, and purchase tickets.
0: Yeah. So we're excited. Lots of really fun, amazing things coming out. The um, the cruise is we do, it, it's not like an unlimited amount of room. So we do only have a, you know, a certain amount. So if that's something that you know you want to do, go ahead and get booked. Once, you know, we have sold out of our rooms, we will definitely try to add more. But if that's something that you know you want to do, go ahead, get signed up because it's going to be a good time
1: yeah and there is uh you can put a down payment and there's a payment plan option so you you don't have to pay it all up front so uh, that's nice yeah totally agree all right what do you that's think it. babe how did this how did this go this remote i mean we had i don't few, know uh... We had a few airplanes take off. We had some trains go by. We, did. Uh, <laughs> we had a we few did. My phone calls. Called.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, honestly, it might be a shit show if it is. Just know that we've kind of had a hell of a week. Like, if you know, you know. Uh, <laughs> and the fact I just honestly didn't want to drive six hours to record a one-hour podcast. So please give us grace and know that we are, you know, we are just trying. <laughs> And hopefully Dan doesn't spend three hours editing this and and get frustrated.
1: I think I'll be okay. We'll get it done. It's what we do. All right. Well, I think with that, in a world full of apples.
0: Be the pineapple.
1: Be the pineapple, guys. We love you.
0: Bye.
1: Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.